Welcome to Fides Podcast. Thanks for being here and thanks for listening. My name is Jerry Serino and I am your host. A Fides is Latin for truth and our show is about the truth and that's all we're going to get in every episode is exploring the truth and rejoicing in the truth. So thanks for listening. You could find me at Jerry at FidesPodcast.com. It's Jerry at FidesPodcast.com. Uh, just a quick shout out to uh, my friend Frank Camp, who uh, his music that you're hearing in the background and you hear at the beginning of every one of my episodes. Uh, you could find him on Spotify under Frank Camp. Uh, and this song is called Heaven Can Wait. It's a great song, and there are a lot of other great ones too. So uh, thanks for listening, and let's get to this episode. Okay, and welcome to another edition, another episode of Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino. I am your host. You could reach me at Fides Podcast. Um, I'm sorry, Jerry at FidesPodcast.com. That's Jerry at FidesPodcast.com. Uh, you could look me up on YouTube as well, where I post the videos of these podcast recordings and uh, also on Facebook as well. Love for you to join me there. Uh, I'm really excited to have um, Andy Griffith on today. Uh, he is the founder of the group Pro-Life Man. It's a really awesome organization. I, I found it um, online and I read a lot about it and looked into it and asked Andy to come on my program to talk about his group and to share it with all of you that are listening and, and hopefully get you involved. So Andy, welcome. Hey, Jerry. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, great. Thanks for being on. So, so you have a really great sort of mission statement um, on on why Pro Life Man was founded. Do do me do us all a favor, listening, and and go over that. You know, kind of the origins of how it got started, and and we could find it on your uh, on your website. But um, but just uh, tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Pro Life Man really started. Um, kind of naturally, and it wasn't planned to start when it started. And what I mean by that is uh, I just came to a, a time in my life where I wanted to get more involved with the pro-life movement. Um, I was, I'm just kind of sick of the kind of stagnation. I mean, sure, the last couple of years, there's been a monstrous amount of pro-life legislation at the state levels, um, mm -hmm. some being passed and some being you know, blocked and vetoed. Um, but, you know, I'm just uh, ready for abortion to be to be done with in America. And so I wanted to get involved. I've always been uh, very vocal on social media, on Facebook and stuff like that with my pro-life views. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I wanted to do more than just post on Facebook. And uh, so very simply, I went on Google and I started searching for a pro-life men's group to join. Um, I mean, I knew of several, you know, very mainstream, famous uh, pro-life organizations, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like any of them were really a fit for me, um, you know, and, and often you hear the line, you know, write your senators, you know, that's, yeah. that's something that you can do. And, and absolutely, you can do that. But I wanted to do more. I mean, I'm in Michigan, and uh, my two Democratic senators don't care about my letters that I write them, right. any pro-life letters that I'll, that I'll write them. Right. Uh, either they'll read it and throw it away, or they won't even read it, and it'll be in the trash before they read it. So I wanted to do more uh, to get involved. And so Google search pro-life men's groups, men's pro-life group. Mm -hmm. um, and I spent several hours, actually, in one day searching. And um, I was familiar already with Knights of Columbus and, you know, that being a, a men's group and they do yep. a lot of great things, including um, very active in the pro-life arena. 
Um, they're very well known for uh, purchasing ultrasound machines for crisis pregnancy centers. Right. Um, but I'm personally not Catholic. And so I just didn't feel like it was a good fit for me. Nothing against Catholics or Knights of Columbus at all. Great organization. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't uh, a fit for me. Yeah. And uh, so I'm searching and, and I end up not finding anything through Google. And so I thought, okay, well, I know what's happening here. Google's suppressing the pro-life search results, right? So I, I the only way I'm going to that's find... true, right? <laughs> right. It probably is true. And so the only way I'm going to find anything is if I just go directly into the web address bar and just start typing the names of sites that to me would make sense that they exist. Mm -hmm. And so one of the first ones I typed was prolifeman.com. And I was surprised that there was nothing there. It was literally a 404 not found, you know, not okay. no website is in existence. And I thought, well, that's really weird. So then I thought, oh, I know what it is. It's, it's .org. That's my problem. I did .com. I need to do .org. So prolifeman.org. And again, nothing. And uh, I ended up going down a, a rabbit trail of searching different names, different web addresses and found, you know, nothing. And I circled back to prolifeman.com. And for some reason, I was just like, you know, I'm really shocked that this isn't a thing. This isn't a website. I feel like this should be a website. And there was a little ad in the lower right-hand corner that said, purchase this domain for, yeah. you know, 17 or 19 bucks for the year. And uh, I was at my job and I just said, you know what, I'm going to do it. You know, what's yeah. the risk? 17 or 19 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, so I bought the website. I'll never forget. I came home, told my wife, uh, hey, bought a website. Okay. What'd you do that for? I don't know. <laughs> okay. What are you going to do with it? No clue. Okay. Why did you buy it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, and uh, I sat on the website for a few weeks, maybe in a couple months. And, you know, I'm just thinking, well, what, what can I do here? And I, I remembered that, you know, it, pretty often I'd come into contact with men that were themselves personally pro-life, mm -hmm. but they had been successfully silenced by the pro-abortion uh, agenda and media because of the whole my body, my, my choice stuff, right? Yeah. And, and don't try to force your will on a woman's body, you right. evil man, you. And, uh, you know, so like, yeah, I'm personally pro-life. Um, you know, I would recommend people don't get abortion, but I'm not, I'm not going to be out there with those views. I'm not going to force a woman, uh, you know, my views on a woman. And so I thought, well, that's something that I can do with pro-life, man. I can encourage other men to speak up and I can post arguments and rebuttals um, to these common pro-abortion talking points. And hopefully I will stir up a few men and uh, encourage them to be a voice for pre-born sons and daughters. And so that's the beginning. Um, yeah. I did a simple website, uh, launched a Facebook page and uh, just did that for several months of just posting every few days. Um, either a meme that I made or, or, you know, an argument that I had in rebuttal to something that was in the news. And uh, that was the humble beginnings. Um, mm -hmm. So that was May of 18. And then uh, by October of 18, I wanted to make us official. I wanted to register with the state. And um, I knew that I couldn't do that on my own. And so a good friend of mine that I've gone to church with for years um, he has always been very uh, steadfast in his pro-life views. And uh, what I love about him is he's able to um, very respectfully uh, mm -hmm. dialogue about abortion while also not backing down and not giving any ground. Okay. And so, you know, I told him, hey, I got this website, been doing this thing. Uh, do you want to join me? And so, of course, he agreed. So we registered with the state of Michigan, uh, October-ish of 18. And then December, we registered with the feds. 
and got our employer identification number. Uh, we formed a full board at that time and January of 2019 had our first official uh, board meeting as an official organization. And uh, either March or April of 19, we got our 501c3 status uh, from the IRS as a tax exempt organization. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at now. Um, and so our mission is still the same as day one, mm -hmm. uh, to encourage men to be a voice for preborn sons and daughters. And then our second mission that didn't come until, um, I think, uh, December of, of 19, and that is to provide counseling and resources yeah. for men grieving, uh, abortion. Um, so in a nutshell, yeah. that's the birth of pro-life man. No, that's awesome. So, so for everyone listening, it's prolifeman.org. It's prolifeman.org, and it's also on uh, Facebook. You just have to search Prolife Man, and you'll find it. Uh, great stuff. Um, it's a great website uh, too. Um, I, I'm on it right now. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of great. Um, there's a blog on here. There's a, all, all sorts of information. Your mission statement is really great. Uh, so I'd encourage everybody to go to prolifeman.org or find it on Facebook. Uh, you know, I, I think it is. Uh, it's a really great point you make about men. You know, men are often forgotten in in the whole abortion issue, and certainly it's uh, you know primarily women in the sense that they're the ones carrying the child, and 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 are if they have an abortion, ultimately have to deal with it in a very real way. But we forget about men. Men are there's a father to all those children, um, and I did read uh, something on on your website about a young man who you know, you know, his girlfriend got pregnant and he begged her not to have an abortion. And he was hurting, you know, when her and her family chose to have the abortion. Um, and it's really sad and you do forget about it. So I thought that was really great that you offer counseling. So if there's men out there uh, listening to this, I mean, this is a great uh, source to get some support. Um, you know, what do you say though, Andy, when, when someone says to you, it's none of your business. You're a man. This is a woman's issue. You have no right to, you don't have a uterus, right? That's what they, that's what it's pretty typically said, which is true. We don't, <laughs> but what do you say? What's been your response to people? Yeah. So something that you kind of alluded to is, you know, it, uh, abortion and pregnancy is pretty unique. It's a, it's a unique situation that it is a woman that is uh, ultimately carrying the child, you know, for, for up to nine, 10 months of, of pregnancy. Um, but also, what, what is it that we're talking about? What is a woman pregnant with? Mm -hmm. You know, she's not pregnant with a frog. She's not pregnant with a squirrel. She's not pregnant with some unknown blob that, you know, uh, once the birthday comes, we'll see what it is. Um, you know, she's pregnant with a human life. Uh, and all the DNA is clear. Um, all, uh, there's, the, there's only a few handful of differences between that life that's in the womb and us outside of the womb. And that's you know, I'm sure some of you have heard this before, but location, right? So located in the womb, size, so obviously they're, they're small, they're tiny, depending on the age of uh, gestation, mm -hmm. um, level of development, um, also similar to the size, how developed are they, how developed are their organs and such, and also level of dependency. Obviously, they're dependent on the mother for everything uh, while in the womb. Um, I, but other than that, other than those four things, there's nothing that, that makes them non-human, right? And those four things are also how you and I differ from each other. Mm -hmm. We differ in size. Some of us differ in level of dependency, level of development and location, you know? And so we, we need to be really careful when we're discriminating 
human rights based on those four things, because then we can start using either one of those four things or all of those four things mm -hmm. to discriminate against each other, those of yeah. us outside of the womb. So yeah, slippery slope, I'm, I'm going to argue that um, absolutely. And it, it's all about dehumanizing, right? Yeah. So they've dehumanized the child in the womb, same way uh, uh, the Nazis and Hitler dehumanized the Jews, same way that uh, America and almost every nation in the world dehumanized um, the slave of their choice, whether it was African-Americans or, um, you know, uh, other, there was other people groups uh, across sure. the world, uh, the Irish, uh, mm -hmm. for sure, um, that, you know, we're, we're slaved. And so our argument is, look, this is a human being and that human being deserves protection. And anyone that uh, wants to stand for morals and stand for defending human rights um, has a right to speak up to protect preborn sons and daughters. Mm -hmm. um, and you being a man doesn't disqualify you. Yeah, it, it is unique for a woman to, to be the one to carry the child. But does that mean that women that are barren, they have no right to speak up against abortion because right. they haven't experienced uh, birth and, and labor and stuff like that? No, of course not. Right. And so we have a duty to speak up, and especially as men, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we are, we're, it's really kind of in our DNA, in our blood to be defenders and protectors and to stand up for the weak and the innocent. And there's no greater of a innocent and defenseless uh, human than a child in the womb. It doesn't get any more innocent or defenseless than, than that. And uh, so, so yeah, that, that's what I say back. Um, and, you know, we also purposely use the language of preborn sons and daughters. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not a sleight of hand or trickery there, yeah. but it's to help rehumanize uh, the child in the womb because they are either a male or a female mm -hmm. and um, they were created not with the woman by herself. They were created with both a man and a woman. And so them being male or female makes them a son or a daughter. And that also makes the man and the woman mother and father. Mm-hmm. So every man should speak up against this. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I, I saw a uh, presentation last year in which a, a, a doctor was talking about, um, he was an OBGYN and he indicated that at the moment of conception, that baby has its own unique DNA and that can never be replicated and never was before, right? And so that DNA includes the the woman and the male's DNA. And that's just an indication of all that you just said. And I, I think it was great that what you said as far as, you know, as a society needing to defend the unborn or something, because, you know, it was a horrible, horrible thing on our country and on, look, every other country in the world to have slavery, right? And if we wanted to truly be the country we, we believed we were, we needed to end that. And just because we weren't slaves or just because later on when there was the civil rights movement, right, we, we weren't black, but white people can and should stand against racism and discrimination and that kind of thing. Uh, so man, woman, this is not a male, female issue, as you said, that's a really great point. Uh, really great point. Do you guys, um, do you guys have any events or anything um, coming up? I actually want to share um, I'm going to share the screw my screen here real quick and uh, show your website a little bit so people can kind of see it. Um, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, not on, at all on YouTube. So this is, this is the site. It's a really, it's a really great site. Um, there's a lot in here. I, I mentioned the about, you know, you can go to the about section and see um, 
uh, see sort of the mission statement that uh, that Andy just talked about. It's really great. And there's a blog on here as well with some really great stuff. So um, I'd encourage you to uh, anyone to, to visit uh, prolifeman.org, uh, visit Andy on, uh, on, on Facebook as well. Uh, he's got some great stuff. Andy, what, what else is going on? You guys have any, uh, any new, new things going on? Uh, yeah, so we're working on a couple of events for 2021. Uh, you know, it's tricky with COVID and everything, planning mm-hmm. everything and how much work are you going to get into it? Uh, but we're working on a Father's Day event. Um, we're looking at doing a, a pig roast uh, somewhere in the Southeast Michigan area. Okay. And then, uh, and we don't, we don't have a date picked out for that exactly, but probably the Saturday before Father's Day. Okay. And then we're also looking at a golf outing fundraiser. Um, uh, probably late August, early September. Um, it's going to be in Monroe County, Michigan. So Southeast corner of Michigan. And, uh, one unique thing about that event that I'll mention is we're actually partnering with a local crisis pregnancy center and, uh, maternity home. So we're, we're privileged in our town, uh, recently opened a maternity home. So a woman that's pregnant and has no place to go, she has no support for her pregnancy. Maybe her parents, boyfriend, whatever kicked her out because she doesn't want to abort. Uh, she can have free housing in a maternity home or say she has a newborn or infant, you know, uh, same thing. She can move in free of charge to this maternity home, get all kinds of life skills training and stuff like that. You know, cause one of the, the arguments that we hear a lot is, oh, you're not pro-life. You're just pro-birth. You don't mm-hmm. care about the child after it's born, you know, and oh, you're just men trying to control women's bodies. Once the child's born, you know, you don't care. You're just using her as a baby factory. Yeah. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. And right. so luckily we have a, a great local crisis pregnancy center and maternity home that we partner with. So we're doing the golf outing as a joint venture uh, with them to benefit both of our organizations. Um, and then the other thing, uh, you know, it's great that I'm on a podcast because yeah. we are also starting a podcast. Nice. Now, Jerry's listeners don't come to my podcast instead of his. <laughs> you just can do listen both. to People both can, of ours. Yeah, there you go. Plenty of you got commutes. Just listen to him on the way in and me on the way out. There you go. So yeah, tell um, us about the podcast. When, when's it starting? Yeah. Uh, when's it starting is a great question. Uh, a month ago was when it was supposed to start, <laughs> but, uh, you know, life is busy and crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's called the no longer silent podcast. And that, that's our tagline for our organization. No longer silent. You know, we want to encourage men that have been quiet and been silent on this issue to be no longer silent. And so we've already got six or seven episodes pre-recorded, ready to go once we launch it. And uh, the first six or seven episodes, what I'm doing is I'm um, interviewing men that actually work in the pro-life movement uh, or involved in the pro-life movement from all different areas, um, from activism out in the front lines to working with healing programs and uh, care net, working with the crisis pregnancy centers and stuff like that. And so I just interview them, ask them their story, how they became pro-life and then uh, why they think it's important for men to be a voice for, for uh, pre-born children. Awesome. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, so no longer silent podcast will be coming soon. So those listening, uh, look for it. Uh, uh, if you want to Andy, let me know when it, when it's ready to launch, I'll, um, I'll post it as well so that people can go ahead and look for it. Uh, that's really exciting and, uh, good luck to you guys. Um, I'll definitely be a subscriber and a listener. That's for sure. Uh, so yeah, so I wanted to thank you, Andy. I, I, um, it is interesting. The one final point that I'll make, and before we uh, sign off here, is is your your point about how how the pro-abortion side, and I've I've seen this. People have said it to me or, or posted it that we only care 
um, you know, up until birth, we don't care about afterwards. And, you know, like you said about the crisis pregnancy center, the pro-life organization movement has so many of those supporting and helping women who choose to have an, um, who have their child and help them with the healthcare, the housing, whatever it is they need, clothing, medicine, uh, there's so much there. And there's also tremendous support for men and women after the abortion, if they, that's what they end up having, because there is a lot of um, depression and anxiety and in, in dealing with that. And, and you guys were mentioning you help um, specifically men uh, deal with the grief. So, um, you know, there is so much out there help that goes beyond um, after the birth, way beyond that. So I appreciate you mentioning that. So again, Andy Griffith from uh, the Pro-Life Man, prolifeman.org. Look for his, um, his podcast, No Longer Silent, coming very soon. And um, if you want to hear about the golf outing or uh, other events that uh, Andy had mentioned, uh, again, go to prolifeman.org and, or find him on Facebook and uh, you can get all the dates and reminders for all that stuff. So anyone in Michigan, I think I have a decent amount of people in Michigan listening. Um, I don't mind that they're Wolverines. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, so, uh, yeah, please go to prolifeman.org and uh, uh, listen to the podcast and, and anything you can do to support Andy's great organization, please do. So, Andy, thanks so much for coming on, man. It was great talking to you. Thanks so much, Jerry. I appreciate you having me. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody, to Fide's podcast. That was Andy uh, from Andy Griffith from prolifeman.org. Great organization. Go check him out. Thanks for listening and see you next time.